Dear leaders, the Leaders Lounge brought to you by the World Class Training Institute is here for you. Leaders need support too, and this is where you'll find it. This podcast will give you the tools, tips, and strategies to help you lead your teams to success. Also, here you will find a soft place to land when your leadership journey feels overwhelming. We will help you to know that you are not alone in handling some of the challenges that you face. Finally, be sure to access worldclasstraining.net. That's worldclasstraining.net to view all of our leadership programs and make sure that you access our newest book, Unpacking Agape, the Seven Languages of Intentional Leadership at worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape. Now, here's the show. Well, 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 welcome back to the Leaders Lounge. I am, of course, Dawn Morris, and I could not wait to record this episode because, you know, it was interesting that when I started, my son told me, um, mom, not don't go too far ahead with your recordings because you want to stay on the pulse of what's happening um, in the in the country, in the world, and, and be able to align that to what you talk about. And when he said that, um, I was thinking at first, mm, you know, I'll try it, but I don't. I don't know that I'll, I'll necessarily need to follow what he was his suggestion. Uh, but I said I would do it initially, and oh my goodness, am I glad that I followed his suggestion because right here in my own state of Tennessee, uh, I have been given so many bits of information to be able to share leadership lessons um, based on what we saw in the Tennessee House of Representatives over the last, I guess I would say week week or two now. Um, it's been very interesting. It's been very interesting. And so it's gotten my head spinning in a lot of directions, having been in the leadership realm and now Um, running my own business for four years, having been in the, almost four years, and having been in um, leadership development at some level, uh, from facilitating to leading teams to uh, directing the whole nine yards. So what I saw by the Tennessee House of Representatives was something we can do a whole leadership masterclass on. Um, So today I'm going to just tap into one of the areas of a mini masterclass is what I'm going to to give today. And it's going to be around this idea of systems thinking and how when the system is broken, you end up with what happened in the Tennessee House of Representatives last week, uh, or like I said, maybe a week and a half now, almost two weeks. I think it'll be two weeks on Thursday when, uh, for those people who don't know, two of three members of the House of Representatives were expelled for not following the House decorum rules. And apparently they took the floor. Uh, Two of them used megaphones in their fight to do something about the gun laws so that we would not continue this pattern of losing innocent lives due to 
gun violence. And that was fueled by the six people who were slain at a school here in Nashville or Green Hills, uh, Tennessee, or a sub, I'll say a suburb of Nashville called Green Hills, Tennessee, at the Covenant School. There were six people, three children, three adults who were slain. Uh, the person who did the the crime, or as I think you still have to say alleged crime, I'm not sure, but just in the interest of making sure that I'm politically correct, uh, I'll lean on the side of, err on the side of caution and say uh, the alleged um, person who did the shootings uh, has is now deceased, but as well. So thinking about these three house members, again, two of whom were expelled and have now, one, one since, has now since been um, reinstated through the Nashville Metro Council. It has been a whirlwind of leadership lessons. And again, I want to tap into the one on systems thinking today. And I'm sure I'll be going into some others later, but. The one on systems thinking is the one I want to focus on largely because what happened was a breakdown in the system. What do I mean by that? Now, the representatives did break a rule. And when we break rules, there are consequences for that. I have no problem seeing people face consequences when rules are broken. That's just how life works. That being said, what we saw was a breakdown in systems thinking for a few reasons. Remembering that the whole reason that the three representatives took to the floor was because they were making a large stance against this unnecessary gun violence and asking that the House do something swiftly to take care of this. Now, where does the system break down? Well, we could say, we could argue that the first place the system broke down was when those representatives took to the floor and they were out of order based on the House rules. First place systems broke down. Why did that happen? Well, because the larger system of gun control had broken down. So them taking to the floor was what we call an escalation because the original system of gun control had broken first. So when we're thinking about systems thinking, there are a number of different um, outcomes that can be a result of a broken system 
And the first one that we witnessed was an escalation because the gun control laws are broken and they need to be remedied. So what did the people do? The people escalated. Again, when we do not handle things in the right manner and we break a system, an escalation is a likely outcome of that. I'm not saying if it's that it's right to do, but it is a likely outcome when a system is broken. It's like in a house, if people are, or, or in any relationship, I won't just say at home, but in any relationship, when we're asked to follow certain rules and we see that by us following those rules, we're still not getting any um, headway with the people with whom we are talking or in relationship, are we tend to have some anger associated with that. And that anger may create an escalation. Now, is it necessary for us to regulate ourselves so that we handle it in the right manner? Perhaps it is. Not perhaps, it is. It's necessary for us to regulate. However, when, again, when situations are not handled or systems are broken, an escalation is a likely outcome. So that is the first thing that happened. The system of following the regular rules was escalated, met with an escalation because following the regular rules from what those three representatives felt was not yielding the right result. First thing. Second thing, which which was to move with laws that would get this gun, uh, the gun violence under control. So that's the first thing. Now, systems thinking also led to, or the brokenness of of the system when considering systems thinking also led to policy resistance. Policy resistance. The fact that the three representatives broke the rule is an example of policy resistance. When does policy resistance take place? Again, going back to the example about that led to escalations, it's the same thing with policy resistance. When people see that the system that is put in place is not working in their favor, and I won't even say their favor, but it's not working in a manner that in their minds makes sense, um, then there's going to be some resistance to the policy. So that is where you saw, again, a system breakdown by the representatives not following decorum. They're like, well, we're trying to do this the right way, but doing it the right way is not creating a situation that makes the community members safer. So what do I have to do? I have to be in a position to break policy. And I will say that by breaking policy, I think that it highlighted and escalated the manner in the minds of everyone. So 
again, a, a, a likely outcome of policies that seem ineffective is going to be policy resistance. So that's the second thing. The third thing, let's talk about how them not following the rules was met with the meeting to expel them, expel them. Um, So the goal overall was to have these laws put in place. The Covenant Massacre happened um, on March 27th. So it's been two full weeks. One week, last week, at least four or five days now, has been taken up with expelling procedures and then the reversal of the procedures. There's going to be another meeting on Wednesday, um, emergency meeting to um, vote to reinstate the Memphis person, uh, Representative Pearson. So what's happened is another likely result of when systems break down, which is distractions. We need gun laws in place to save people. The House has now, and I believe that they in session in May, if I'm not mistaken. Um, So time is wasting. Time is money. Time takes away, time spent on this takes away from time spent actually solving the gun law problem. And one may argue that, well, if they hadn't broken protocol, perhaps that time would have been spent on solving the gun law problem versus solving versus getting them expelled. Perhaps we could go with that. But we could also go with if the system, again, at the beginning had not been broken, where gun laws were put in place to save these individuals who died on March 27th, we never would have had to have the escalation and the policy resistance that led to uh, the four, five, six, seven days that are being spent on expelling and reinstating these people. Not only that, as I mentioned in a recent reel, I said that management is about doing things right. Leadership is about doing the right things. So yes, if, not if, because these representatives broke protocol, there should have been perhaps some reprimand because they broke protocol. But using an old adage, you don't bring a gun to a knife fight. As leaders, I am certain that there was another way to handle this where it could have not caused a distraction, bigger distraction from the overall mission of solving gun laws. And that distraction can lead to the other part of a broken system, which is an eroding goal. So the goal of solving the gun laws becomes less important because 
these lawmakers are more interested in ensuring that a decorum takes place, which to me is against doing the right things versus doing things right. So yes, decorum may not have been followed, but if in fact, the gun laws were put in the same urgency bucket that expelling them were put in, then perhaps there would have been no need for the escalation leading to the distraction of solving the lack of adequate gun control. So that was a lot. I unpacked a lot just there. I'm going to summarize that and then um, and then let you all kind of marinate on that. We are going to be talking more about this um, as we go further because it's a really important topic. Systems thinking is so critical. Before I summarize, I do want to say this. If the Speaker of the House had thought about when we think about that whole idea about doing things right versus just doing the versus doing the right things, if the speaker had thought about the system, yes, these three lawmakers broke protocol. Yes, we want order in the house. Yes, we want to solve gun the gun laws here in the state of Tennessee. Yes, we want to maintain order in the state of Tennessee. If they considered all of that, then, and done perhaps a branching chart and said, if we if we expel these members, then the branching goes to a longer period of time to solve the gun laws, perhaps disruption in the Tennessee, in the state of Tennessee, Um, and perhaps in the country, it shines a bad light on Tennessee, then they would have perhaps taken the branching tree and thought about another option. Speaker of the House reprimands the lawmakers and provides some type of um, maybe a 10-day suspension or some type of um, um, reprimand where they would have to address the House and agree that they are going to follow protocol going forward, a lesser punishment for that crime, something that met the crime versus a gunfight brought to a knife brawl. If he had done that and really thought through the system and what making certain decisions would do to the overall system, perhaps he would have made a different decision. Now, I'm not sure, of course, because I'm not in the House of Representatives, um, you know, how the speaker gets his pressure to make the decisions that he makes. But ultimately, and again, I talk about um, responsibility and accountability. He is the one that is held accountable because he's the one who's at the front running this whole show. Of course, the individual lawmakers who voted a certain way are going to be held accountable as well. 
but him and whoever, whomever else made the decision to go forward with that expulsion should have really thought through the entire system, meaning the people in the House of Representatives, uh, Justin Jones, Justin Pearson, and Representative Johnson, the, the, uh, what would happen with them, and then even thinking, hey, if we do this, are we wasting time because they're just going to be reinstated or they could be perhaps be reinstated or is there another option? And then thinking about what this looks like on our state and on our city. And also, is this going to erode or distract from the overall goal of making sure that these gun laws are taken care of? So all of these things have to be considered before you just say, oh, they broke a law, let's expel them. Again, not saying that they shouldn't be face some type of reprimand. And as I was thinking through that, let me also just go back to what I said about the quote from Peter Drucker. It's management is doing things right. Leadership is doing the right things. Think about those three as leaders, they were ultimately doing the right things because they are saying we stand with the people. I don't think I, I would like to talk to one Tennessean or person in this country who is happy that those six people were killed on March 27th. I, I, I would like to speak to one of those people because I don't think that exists. And so that's what we have to think about. And that's what they should have thought about. Hey, everybody wants this situation solved. What is the best way for us to solve this situation and maintain order in the house? Thinking in terms of a system versus in terms of a knee-jerk, hey, let's just get rid of this person because they did something that is against the house rules. Leaders must think in terms of the whole, not the individual component when making decisions because making decisions have a ripple effect. When I teach systems thinking, and for those people who are interested in a full training on this, I do a full training. Go to worldclasstraining.net forward slash P as in Peter, D as in David for professional development, and you will see all of our programs. You can just contact me at 615-716-9990 or Go at the, to the bottom of the screen and schedule an appointment with me to talk about this and any of our other professional development training needs. So it's worldclasstraining.net. Systems thinking is a critical training for any great organization. I would love for the Tennessee House to call me and let me train them on systems thinking and some of the other things uh, that they need. And also get them, of course, a copy of my book, Unpacking Agape the seven languages of intentional leadership, because as I talked about a few days ago, if they had really thought about the fact that they were stewards of the ship and they need to be great caretakers of the people um, as an aggregate, then again, I think some of the decisions that were made that led to this um, 
whole scenario taking place would not would have been averted. So again, uh, worldclasstraining.net forward slash professional development or forward slash PD, P as in Peter, D as in David for um, our programs. And I would love to come train your organization on this idea of systems thinking and help them to better, uh, to make better decisions uh, when they are uh, trying to, or, or in, in pursuit of the best for your organization. Because I even think the Speaker of the House, uh, you know, I'm going to lean on the side that he had good intentions. I don't know. I mean, I, I know many things have been said, uh, and it, it definitely doesn't look good, especially when um, the votes came in the way they did. Uh, but um, perhaps, again, he was just running the whole process. He didn't make the decision, but um, perhaps as the Speaker of the House, he could have had some other discussions to guide the group in a different manner for how to resolve the outburst that took place because at the end of the day, those three representatives might not have done things right, but looking out for better gun laws and gun laws that keep people safer is definitely the right thing. And so that's why the outcry happened um, as it did. So this is just one of the many lessons doled out from what was witnessed in the Tennessee House. I'm going to be exploring some more um, as we go through the next days. Please tap into me tomorrow at, um, or if you're listening to this on Tuesday, April the 11th, I will be on the radio, uh, gospel 760 AM for our monthly leaders lounge every Tuesday, every second Tuesday of the month. We're on the leaders lounge, uh, on gospel 760 AM in Nashville, uh, with Cornelius Hill on the Yolanda and Cornelius show tomorrow. We are talking about leading in a headwind and we will also tap into some more things related to the the master class that was um handed to us by the tennessee house of representatives so um until next time again please go to worldclasstraining.net forward slash agape for my book uh unpacking agape uh contact me at worldclasstraining.net for systems thinking or any of our other leadership and professional development trainings. And always remember that the world-class training has a mission to maximize an organization's greatest resource, which is human capital. Because if an organization has finances, has a building, but has no people or no people working well, the, the organization is still at risk of failing. So human capital is an organization's greatest resource. And we always say that when you are better, we are absolutely better. So go out, take care. And I will look forward to seeing you the next time here on the Leaders Lounge. Take care.